Hey guys, welcome back to the Athlete Maestro podcast, the athlete development podcast that helps young athletes break their mental and physical limitations in sports. I'm your host Tola Ugunawe and this is episode 532. Find your talent. The drive to do better must come from you and fine-tune every aspect of your game. He's arguably the finest African export to make it to the NBA. He was seven feet tall and his performances earned him the nickname The Dream. Today on the show, NBA legend Hakeem Olajuwon. When you earn the nickname The Dream, it means that uh, you were the real deal. Growing up in Lagos, Hakeem played football, a sport which definitely helped his transition to basketball. What many, however, do not know is that Hakeem didn't start playing basketball until he was about 16, 17 years old. Like, can you imagine that? Like, 16 never touched a basketball. His height got him attention. And it was not long until he found himself in the U.S. playing basketball at the University of Houston. Remember, Hakeem had just started playing basketball, so it wasn't like it was an instant hit. He struggled but always wanted to get better. It wasn't until he started playing pickup games with NBA players such as Moses Malone that his game drastically improved. Hakeem went from novice to NCAA tournament player in three years at the 1984 nba draft hakeem was selected number one overall by the houston rockets that same draft had a certain player named michael jordan so from novice to ncaa best to number one overall pick in houston the legend of the dream was born in his first season he finished second to Michael Jordan in the Rookie of the Year votings. In 1986, he led the Rockets to the NBA Finals where they lost to the Boston Celtics. It would take a while for them to get back to the Finals, but when they did, they were unstoppable. In 1994, they won the NBA Finals and Akeem became the only player in NBA history to win the NBA Finals MVP, League MVP Award, Finals MVP Award, and defensive player of the year in the same season so league mvp championship finals mvp and defensive player of the year the following season they won a game this time they beat the orlando magic in the finals a magic side that also had a certain shaquille o'neal again hakeem was named finals mvp though he was later traded to the toronto raptors after 20 consecutive seasons in houston when he retired his jersey was also retired by the rockets in 1996 he was part of the u.s olympic gold medal winning team and of course he is also being inducted into the nba hall of fame today he's your mentor and our three lessons i want you to learn from hakeem olajuwon and the first lesson is find your talent now, you see, maybe because I'm Nigerian, you know, and um, I, I kind of just love African exports who have gone on uh, to do great things. You know, so you're looking at the players that are currently there now, you know, Pascal Siakam comes to mind, uh, Joel Embiid also comes to mind, and um, Jalil Okafor is there as well. You know, so many 
of all these other guys. But you see, it was more or less like Akeem was the person that set the pace. It was more or less the person, you know, that, that, that created that path. And you see a lot of African athletes who also want to tow that path. But what they do not realize is that, you see, for Akeem, it's not like the minute he was born, like a basketball was placed in his hands and they were like, hey, man, go do great things. Absolutely not. This was a guy who played football and it wasn't until he was, what, 16, 17, that he started with a basketball. And see, this is also for the parents out there who believe that, you know, their child must specialize in a particular sport. Now, if your child has taken a liking to a particular sport and wants to toe that line, so coming from the athlete themselves, then that's fine. You as the athlete as well, you know, you feel like I can achieve, you know, what I want to achieve in this sport and I feel it's time for me to change, but you're thinking like, oh man, like I can't possibly do this. This is not something I've been doing since I was five. You know, so sometimes when footballers reach out to me, I'm like, have you considered switching to track? Because depending on the age that you are and the kind of lofty ambitions you have, it's going to be really difficult if you don't have some groundwork. So can you consider switching to track? You know, I'm going to see some of them who say things like, oh yeah, not bad. You know, but I feel like if I'm just starting track now, other people have an advantage over me, you know, and I'm like, absolutely not. You see, what you must always be seeking to do as an athlete, and that is the benefit of the concept of range, is to ensure that you find your talent. If Hakim did not expand his horizons to look at, hey, I'm tall, maybe this basketball thing might be for me. Guess what? He would not, we won't be talking about him today. And of course, he won't be one of the greatest centers to play in the NBA because of the fact that he was willing to explore. He was willing to spread his tentacles. He was willing to try different things that he stumbled on the basketball, which of course led him to college and led him to the NBA. When we looked at Elud Kipchoge on the podcast, that was another thing that we noticed. This was a guy who had been running 5,000 meters. He had been running 10,000 meters and he had been struggling. Yes, I think he had what? Olympic bronze medal or something. But he literally had been struggling, struggling. It wasn't until he switched to the marathon that, of course, he then found his talent. And, of course, in this generation, even ever, he's one of the greatest marathon runners ever. Imagine if he stuck with running the 5,000, the 10,000, running with the 5,000, the 10,000. Guys, you need to be willing to explore and you need to find your talent. The only way that you do that is to keep asking yourself the question and keep taking opportunities to play other sports don't be so zoned in so obviously if you're a parent and you're listening to my voice as well don't be so zoned in on a particular sport and don't be fixated on what that sport means or the place that the sport occupies and things like that don't be so fixated with that what you should be fixated about is that i want to help my child find my talent so you the athlete you're saying i want to help myself find my talent that's the first lesson that I want you to learn from Akeem Olajuwon. The second lesson is the drive to do better must come from you. Now, this is the lesson that I love the most. And why is that? You see, this is a guy who 16, 17 started playing basketball, right? So we didn't expect him to be like instant hit. Now, for others, maybe they would have been like that. Now, the fact that he played football helped his coordination, his footwork and things like that. But there were other things he needed to work on. Now, when he got to the University of Houston, now, usually when you're a draft prospect for college, you know, they, they take you seriously, basically. And of course, this was a guy who was seven feet tall. So come on, man. Like you were going to take him seriously. They didn't take him seriously. Why? Because they knew that, yes, he had potential, but it wasn't the big deal. 
now obviously while the team was practicing now this is even before college started you know they saw that ah man like this guy is clumsy yes he's tall you know but he doesn't really have what we need quotes and unquote and things like that you see what hakim did was that he went to the coaches right he went to the coaches wasn't the coaches that were recommending he went to the coaches and he said hey like i noticed i've been struggling i noticed you know i've not really been making an impact and things like that i really want to do well for this team you know what are the things that i can do basically he was seeking advice and what the coaches said was that hey there are a couple of nba players so this is a guy who is just getting into college there are a couple of nba players who are already playing in the nba they have they have these pickup games they play in the off season now for many of the parents who are listening to me that have signed up uh, for my master class on nurturing your child's sporting talent this is one of the things that you would have heard me talk about so if you want to be a part of the next class Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting. Athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting for that one. So he went to them. They said, There are a couple of all these NBA players that play pickup games. Join them, and of course, it will help you. What did Akim do? Of course, he joined them. And of course, you know, you know, pickup games can be bloody. Like, literally, yes, you're trying to have fun, but nobody's really following the rules, so to speak. Like, everybody is there to be dominant everybody is there to to show themselves so to speak and of course it toughened i came up he became stronger learned skills improved all of those things you see when he returned the next year guess what he was a different player and of course this same akim led the university of houston to three final fours in the ncaa in his final season when he was named ncaa best player it was one of the few times i can't remember if it was the only time one of the few times where a losing player is named NCAA player of the tournament. A loser, so they didn't even win the whole thing. The drive to do better must come from you. And of course, it's the same thing with the parents as well. You see, the drive to be better must come from your children. If you find out that you are the one always pushing them, you are the one always shouting, you are the one always screaming, you are the one always... Then maybe you need to start questioning whether they want it. Now, I know that you need to, you need to nudge them, you need to push them. But you see, that drive must come from them. If Akeem believed that, hey, because I'm tall, I'm entitled to this. So he had an entitlement mentality. He wouldn't be one of the greatest centers in the NBA today for the very simple reason that he would not have gotten better. But because he saw that, hey, I have a potential to do well, like I have a potential to be really good. He went to the coaches and he asked what he could do to get better. They suggested and then he did it. So it's not that they suggested and of course he just went and started doing something else. No, they suggested, he did it, saw the results and moved forward. So if you're an athlete that is listening to me as well, what is your drive to be better in your sport? Is that drive coming from you? Are you willing to do extra training sessions? Are you willing to do things that are out of the box? I was talking about something on, on Instagram where, you know, I said, I said, you know, what you should constantly be thinking about is... What are the things my competitors are not willing to do that I can do? So they are training twice a day. Can you train three times a day? And of course, I'm always going to hear the objection from the athlete who will say, uh, my sport is a physical baseball, so I need to rest. Okay, what are some of the other things aside physical training that your competitors are not doing that you should be doing? Like working on your mental game. Like watching game film. Like getting in constant discussion with your coach like asking questions just like hakeem did you see all of these things 
if your competitors are not willing to do them and you are willing to do them guess what extra mark for you now that extra mark over the course of a year what does that compound to those are kind of the thoughts that you should be having in your mind those are the questions that you should be asking yourself because these are the things that are giving you an advantage these are the things that are giving you an advantage and of course that is one of the things that made hakim as great as he started him on his journey so imagine starting that when you're so young so when you're 17 you know tasting that and seeing the results of course it was going to continue and continue to do that so if you're a parent that drive should come from your children it shouldn't be come from you as a parent wanting to always drag them to practice wanting to always drag them to training no 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 it should come from your children so you the athlete as well it should come from you do you, do you even have a drive to be better or maybe let me reframe the question what are the things you are doing to be better are you asking after training session is done you pack your bag and you just go home you don't want feedback and of course that's one of the reasons why i created the athlete master daily planner so basically it allows you plan your day the perfect way so that you ensure that you are going through a proper process in terms of what my task is for the day and of course you are ending the day the right way by asking the right question and of course if you listen to the episode we did with jake thompson we talked a little bit about it so if you want to get your hands on it get head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner second lesson from hakeem olajuwon the drive to do better must come from you and the final lesson guys is fine-tune every aspect of your game fine-tune every aspect of your game so the college thing is done right and of course nca done and dusted now akim rocket signing number one overall 1984 draft michael jordan was in that draft but akim went first right and of course he joined some formidable teammates on the rocket side now of course the rockets were obviously one of the most terrible teams in the in the in the nba at the time you know but he joins another guy his name skips my mind now he was about what seven two seven four they're about a really tall guy now spend first couple of seasons together the guy then gets traded now hakeem is now more or less like the leader of the team guess what hakeem did he didn't say hey because i've stepped into my role and i'm now the leader of the team then i'm going to be lackadaisical then you know i'm going to only rely on my height the way that he got the nickname the dream in the first place was when of course he was going to college you know and the college coach saw him dunk you know the college coach was like wow like this is like a dream like seeing his mechanics and his athleticism to execute the dunk flawlessly he was like this is like a dream and of course the nickname stuck guess what hakim did when he became the premier player for the rockets he ensured that he honed every aspect of his game. So as a center, you have major defensive duties and of course you have major offensive duties as well. You see, Akeem executed all of it. I was reading some articles, you know, Bleacher's Report and all these other guys who had written about Akeem and they make a case for him that arguably, I mean, without doubt, one of the greatest centers you know, ever to play the game. But as a basketballer overall, one of the greatest to ever play the game. And there are people that have even said that if he had the right support that Michael Jordan had in Chicago, then of course he would have had more than those two rings. What's the point, guys? If you're going to attain any level in your sport, now of course I'm a big advocate and I've said this so many times that success must be determined by you. 
But if you are going to achieve that success that you have determined for yourself, you need to fine-tune every aspect of your game. So the starting question is, what is every aspect of your game? What is every aspect of your game? So you're a sprinter, what's every aspect of the game? You're a basketballer like Akeem, what's every aspect of your game? You're a footballer, what is every aspect of your game? A tennis player, what is every aspect of your game? If you don't understand what each aspect is, how are you supposed to fine-tune it? If you don't understand what each aspect is, how are you supposed to fine-tune it? So you've been seeing this thing as a whole all this while. There's no way you're going to be able to fine-tune it. It just won't work. It's when you break it down that you can fine-tune it. Final lesson from Hakeem. Fine-tune every aspect of your game. Because he fine-tuned, that is why he has attained legendary status in the NBA. And of course, one of the greatest to ever leave center out of it one of the greatest to ever play the game athlete master guys episode 532 akim olajuwon find your talent the drive to do better must come from you and fine tune every aspect of your game fine tune every aspect of your game if you haven't subscribed to the podcast guys so that you don't miss inspirational episodes like this you know taking you back in time to all these great athletes what made them great what can you learn from them and of course i'll highly highly encourage that you subscribe to the podcast and also leave us a rating and review what your rating and review does is that it shows other athletes who find the podcast that this is a worldwide resource and it's a resource they can use as they continue to chase their goals in sport so if you don't know how to subscribe you don't know how to leave that rating and review head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe and of course if you have any questions whatsoever as it relates to what you're going through in sports send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com i'm here to answer and of course don't forget to get your hands on the athlete maestro daily planner athletemaestro.com forward slash daily planner i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from hakim olajuwon i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day